Thank yeah. you for joining us today. Shop Talk with Dipstick and Short Block, episode one. We're going to talk about cars, shenanigans, anything we can think of in our Audi works and complete auto pairs. And if we get time, one of our themes today is to talk about what makes the difference between a taco and a burrito. That's the important thing. So we got to get through all the riffraff first and we got to get to that. Yeah. Just blow through the car stuff and then get right to the important topics. Absolutely. People want to hear about cars. They want to hear about tacos. I agree. Yeah. That's the important stuff. So, first thing we're going to talk about today. We need to clarify one thing. Hmm. What's that? Who is Dipstick and who is Short Block? That is block? important. We should probably reference and really make a mindset for our Because I think listeners. Short Block would be me. Yeah. Because I'm shorter. Than me. Yeah. But Dipstick... Kind of matches my personality better. <laughs> so, oh, what do you think? Dealer's choice, buddy. Do you have a preference? Okay, I'll be short block. That makes sense. I don't care. I'll be dipstick. Okay, fine. Both important parts of the engine. They're both needed. Both breakable. Speak for yourself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, what is the one of the craziest things you've ever come across? Dude. Uh, last week I got in a car to do our little quality inspection and there was, um, artif- I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, like artificial eyelashes, like oh, man. dozens of them. How big are we talking here? Like an inch and a half long. Oh, wow. And like stuck to the radio and I've got a picture of oh. it. They were on the radio. There was three or four on the radio. There was some on the dash, like the... The, where the gate, the cluster is, there was, they were just everywhere. And, and it was they just, have no purpose, right? It's nope, all like decoration. Nope, just to gross me out. What color? Black eyelashes. Okay, well, you just never know. Have you ever seen blonde eyelashes? Well, I don't know. There might be. There might be out there. We'll we might, save that for episode we'll two. We'll see if we get any callers <laughs> on that later. But right now, we're talking about you. So we've got multiple eyelashes surrounding the media center of a car. What kind of vehicle are we talking about here? Uh, Give me the rundown on this Saturn? beast. Oh, a Saturn SUV, yeah. So Saturn SUVs, what do we got here? A view? I think it was a view. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, I actually owned a Saturn view way back in the day. Was this yours? It was a 2005 stick shift, blue with a sunroof. As base as you can get, but that thing, You didn't get no girls. <laughs> not at all. Actually, funny story, if we ever tailor back to that, that was one of the reasons that my now current wife went on our first date with me. She thought I was a total tool when she first met me, but then she saw what I drove, Saturn View, and she's like, okay, maybe he's not a douche. <laughs> was she wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Behind closed doors, I can, can get a little crazy sometimes, but the Saturn View looks really good on paper. It's mm-hmm. very, it's fantastic gas mileage, very reliable. It's not going to rust because it's made out of plastic. Crash test ratings, not the best. Yeah, probably not. But- <laughs> You know, there's a little give and take there. That was really good. So, what was, was that the, your first car? Uh, first car? No. What was your first car? My first car. I was driving, well, it was my daddy's car. My first car. I'm driving around. You still call him pizza. Daddy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Pizza delivery boy in a Cadillac Seville. No way. Yeah. Oh, man. Like it's, I mean, like, you felt like real dope when you were driving that around. It's real cool. It has the Cadillac smell. Black. Slick. Felt great. Drove great. Tons of power. But what year was it? This was um, like 03, 03, 04. Hmm. Yeah, they were still pretty big then. Real strong. Yeah. V6. And uh, you get some weird looks, though, pulling up as a pizza delivery boy in a Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, why am I tipping you? This feels weird. <laughs> 
Now, my first car was an 89 F-150. Oh, nice. No, not nice. Not nice? You yeah, like hunk, of, hunk of crap. I got it. I didn't even get my learner's permit yet, and the engine blew. <laughs> Just from, like, test driving around the parking lot. Was this, this kind of sounds like it may have been user error. Maybe. Okay. I was 14. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> and it was a stick shift, too. So I was okay. learning how to drive stick oh, on, like, man. this half blowed up engine. Yeah. So I tore, that's how I started, like, turning wrenches. I was 14, tore the engine down. My dad gives me a Haynes manual, and he's like, here, figure it out. Figure I was like, out. oh, oh dang. okay. <laughs> that's not an easy one to learn on, too. That, the clutch paddle on that truck is long. I don't know. You didn't remember? No. Oh. It was, I was 14. I was 19 years ago. Dang. Really but, busting out age on the first episode? Yeah, I got to let them know. We're old. <laughs> yeah. But That's all right. Tell me about this truck. So I tear the engine down. Yeah. And I have uh, a good block, a bad head, and four bad pistons. So I get a donor engine that had a bad block but a good head mm. and only two bad pistons. So I was able to put those two together. This is a good learning experience right here yeah. for you. Yeah. That's a lot. So I was able to put those two engines together. And then everything was good. I put it all together. And just um, so, well, let's pause for a second right here. Just so everyone kind of gets a real good understanding. We are, we're performing double surgery here. <laughs> this isn't remove and replace parts. This is remove and overhaul two engines at the same time. Yeah. That's a big deal and a lot to keep track of. Oh, no. There was some stuff lost. I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah. You no. had a couple extra rattles yeah. when you finished it, huh? Yeah. I learned the importance of your torque procedure. Oh. Torque to spec is uh, tight until turned. Yeah. No. So I over-tightened the mm. crank main bearings. Oh. So when I go to start it, it just clicked. Good. I'm like, I've got yep. a good battery. i got a new starter. What's the problem? And then we tried to turn the engine over. Couldn't do it. So bef before, well, yeah, we couldn't do it by hand. Before we tried it by hand, we were going to try to jump start the truck, like pull start it. Makes sense. So I'm getting pulled by my dad in his pickup truck. No test phase before the clutch oh, start. No. Just, no. just right just, into it. Yeah, just, just no, get 30 mile an hour. No loop, anything, just yeah. straight in. So we're doing about 30 and I'm holding the clutch in. I got it in second gear and I just, <laughs> I just caught what you, you said. You just got that? I just oh, caught man. what you said. It is very important to oil your vehicle liberally. Proper lubrication is the key. So I'm doing 30, and I'm 14, don't know what I'm doing. I throw it in second gear, and I dump the clutch. And the back tires just lock up, and I start fishtailing behind this little Nissan pickup. And then he sees me fishtailing, so he starts to slow down. I can't. I mean, I'm just at the wheel oh, of the yeah. truck, and then, yeah, I plowed right into the back of his truck. Oh, man. Yeah, that's great. So how many miles did you get? You got half a mile? Well, I mean, my axles never turned, so I technically didn't get no miles. Strong. But, yeah. The EPA estimates are off the charts on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so we got it back, took the uh, main bearings off, retorked them. He retorked them. And then it fired right up. And I drove that truck for almost all of high school. That's great, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't say I drove it all through high school. Whenever the gas gauge was empty... I'd be like, hey, let me drive nah, your truck, Dad. Absolutely. And then there was a full tank of gas. And then just, that's, that is a week good. or so later, no, I missed my big truck. Give me that one back. And yeah, then right. filled up the tank. So. Absolutely. That's good fatherhood right there. That's just good parenting. Yeah. I thought he was, you know, thought I was getting one over him. He knew what I was doing. No, he knew what he was doing. He's like, I yeah. got this. My I was kid, 14 he's being a good kid. broke. Yeah. Hey, man, any kid who can rebuild a 
That engine's yeah, he should have paid for my gas. Geez, right? Oh, yeah. Well, maybe a little selfish there, but... Yeah, for real. <laughs> awesome. But, yeah, that was my first car. And I've had... I'm at number 58 now. 58 cars. Yeah, since I was 14. This feels like a whole other story. We we're going we to make an episode about this. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, I, used to keep a, I used to keep a list. My brother-in-law has it still. And he would just randomly message me. Every time I got a new car or something like that, he would randomly message me the list. And I'd go, oh, shit. I've had a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Line four. Yeah. But my wife did not appreciate that. She would just get tired of... Because every time you swap cars, it's $100 at the registration office. And yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, as much money as I spent, I could have just bought a new car. Let's get a snippet of this out of here. Huh? Let's, let's talk about which one of those 58 was the worst, the most the notable worst? worst. Oh. I had a Dodge Neon. Mm-hmm. Yellow? No, it was green. Green. Yeah. green. Ugly. Did you have the pink stripe too? No. Oh, those were cool. No, you I should You never see those? No. It was a pink like wavy stripe on the side. Super cool. Mm-mm. I don't hang out in that part of the town that you usually go to. Makes me rem- it reminds me of like Saved by the Bell. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was like the lines. '90s color. That oh, yeah. pink and teal. Everything was pink and teal. Gosh, you could just you could transfer that artistry right onto a bedsheet <laughs> or drapery <laughs> of any kind, and it would still be good. So we've got a green Dodge Neon. Dodge. Yeah. Dodge. Dodge. Got that yeah. Dodge. That's the up north coming out right there. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Midwest coming out. Yeah. No, and then every time it warmed up, just just smoked horribly. I mean, like an aggressive amount of smoke. It was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. My Did wife had that, that one up or no? No. no just that was just the head gas and get on that real quick. Yeah, no. I think how old was I then? I don't know. Twenty three, twenty four maybe. I was married, so yeah, I was at least twenty four. She hated that car. How'd too. you come across this car? Um, I think this is the one my sister needed another car, so I sold her the pickup truck I was driving, and she gave me the car because I think at that time I was working like a mile from the house, mm-hmm. and she was she was in another town working, so she needed something more reliable. So I was being the nice big brother. And That's good. Gosh, you guys. I'm yeah. learning about your sister and your father. You guys are so amazing to each other. So kind. Yeah. Generous. Yeah. No, she was horrible because I loved that truck she got. It was a 93 Nissan pickup. Mm-hmm. The one I ran into with my truck. Strong. Yeah. yeah. And then she flipped it. Man. Yeah. So In the middle of some orange about. groves, flipped it. But we flipped it over, swapped the spark plugs up, and it fired right up. And then she drove it for a little long. Uh, probably another year after after she flipped it. <laughs> That's great. So, what was your first car? First car? We talked about that already. Cadillac. No, I thought we talked. Oh, the Cadillac. Mm. That's weird. You weird. don't look like a caddy guy, though. No. Yeah, but that was your dad's car. What that was, was my your, daddy's car? What so, was my your first, first my car? first ownership car, like my titled yeah. first car, that Saturn. Really? Mm-hmm. How many have you owned since then? Oh, I don't know, four or five, probably. Oh, that's Not weird. Not like fifty-eight. Hey, Everybody tell yeah no everybody's like four or five cars and I'm like oh yeah I'm at number fifty eight <gasps> we try to make them last around here no that's why I you just, work at a shop is yeah, for that employee I discount drove, mm-hmm. I drove everything so I know what sucks and what's good yeah so yeah we, we've come across some bad experiences yeah I've had mine some have been of course from you know working on them talking to customers about how sorry I am that they're paying for this <laughs> repair. <laughs> 
And I just can't believe it's not under warranty. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's not. So how did you get in the... Were you always working in the automotive? Well, mm. after delivering pizzas, question. but how so, long have you been yeah. in the automotive industry? Automotive industry, a dozen years now. Wow. I started out as a salesman at a Ford dealer. Enjoyed that. A lot of slack time. A lot of, you know... A lot of boring time calling customers. I was always great with the face-to-face with customers and going over the details, the features, the benefits, helping people figure out what is going to work best for them and their financial capabilities of what they're interested in, what they can get out of the vehicle. So that was always fun for me. But you know, there's not a lot of people that are walking a lot. Most people eight years ago, eight to 12 years ago, are more interested in just finding the car they wanted online. Yeah. And then when yeah. they come in, they're talking about price. They're like, I don't care what you have. Yeah. What's my bottom dollar? I'm like, that's not fun. <clears throat> and not my job. <laughs> and how old were you when you started doing that? Oh, man, let's see. So we're looking at 24. Oh, so we're 36 years old. Mm, that's right. Okay. 37 now. Oh, oh my gosh. Maybe man. I got that wrong. Have you started yeah. picking out caskets or anything? 37's getting kind of up. Yeah, straight in the vehicle. We're going right off a bridge. Oh, snap. That's the way to go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah, we started out there. Then my wife and I, we started, we had our first child. And at the time, sales closed at 8 o'clock. So I'm not making it home until like 8.30. And if there's anyone there that's interested in buying that car, you're staying. So, you know, you don't get to see the little ones go to bed. And you want to be there for bath yeah. time and help out and stuff like that. So we switched the service. Got over there so that way you can get home by 5.30, 6 o'clock at night and help out with the kids and be more available. And that, was, that has been a really great career move for me for time for the family and just better knowledge and availability. That's so you been. started turning wrenches at Ford? No, no you wrenches. Said, oh, right you into service, service advisor. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. And so I learned, because service and sales are wildly different. I mean, sales is mostly about the features on the car, anything on the inside, yeah. entertainment centers, how to connect to your phone, how's that navigation work, how to move the seat, anything like that. But service is a whole totally different beast of parts and mechanical and labor and availability and mm. all sorts of stuff goes into play. So when I was taking my skills as being a salesman over to service and that customer relationship attitude, I had all of that side of it down. But what I didn't have down was all that knowledge of how this stuff gets fixed and what parts are and what they do yeah. and all of the the actual mechanical knowledge of it. So I spent the first <laughs> six months, probably, like every single time one of my technicians came out to me, I was like, all right, you know, like you wrote this up, it has a check engine light. I looked it over, it needs this, this, and this. I just like grab all my paperwork and walk right back to the car with them. I'm like, you just point it out to me, please. Just point to this, tell me what it does, what's it called, why is it important, and if it's not fixed, what is like gonna happen? Because these are all the questions that my they're, customers, yeah, this is what these people yeah. care about. They're going to ask, all right, well, how much is it going to cost? Well, I'm going to figure that out. But they're going to ask me what it's called, what it does, and if I don't fix it right now, what's it going to do? Yeah. <clears throat> Can't just, uh, uh, hold on one second, put them on hold, mm-hmm. answer that question. Okay, so now so if I don't get yeah. this done, what's going to happen? Uh, so, yeah, there's a big difference. It could stall. <laughs> yeah. It might stall. <laughs> you don't do that tie rod, that's real bad. <laughs> Well, that's cool. I started, I guess, professionally when I was 18. I mean, I started turning wrenches at 14, but 18, I got my first job, and I was just slinging tires, um, mm-hmm. commercial tires. So 
semis and stuff like that. Oh, you went straight to big rigs. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of that? Um, it's not bad. It's different than automotive because they're a lot of owner operators come through. Yeah. So they're not worried about mileage or they just what's it cost me? What's it cost yep. me? It was just price. And that's all it was. I mean, I talk to a lot of customers now, and they're you know they want the more dependable stuff, the higher warranty on the mm-hmm. tires and stuff like that. But dealing with owner operators, it's price, price, price. Absolutely. Yeah. And just so everyone knows out there, if you're not from the car world or knowledge in the car world, you get what you pay for. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Whether you're buying parts or tires or brakes or whatever it is, the quality of parts that you pay for is completely based on the price. Yeah, 100%. Junk parts, are they're not going to last, and you're going to have more issues, and then... Cheaper stuff wears out faster, so yeah. you're doing repairs closer together. And, yeah, you find a place that is going to get you good parts, and more importantly, comes with a good part warranty. Do you have any place in mind that offers? I did have a place in mind. So <laughs> dealer part warranty is always pretty good. It's usually two years. There is a company out there, though, that we're pretty familiar with called A&R Complete Auto Care. A lot of their parts with their vendor parts come with a five-year or 50,000-mile warranty. See your advisor for more information about that. Yeah, no, I've heard of them. But, pretty good, pretty good company. So that's our little plug for the day. I want to talk about before we continue to wrap up here because I know we're getting pretty close. Is one of the more important topics: what makes a taco a burrito? I can't believe we just spent thirty minutes talking about cars. Did we actually hit our time? I don't know, but we were supposed to get to tacos a lot sooner than we did. Can I get a time check? We're doing pretty good. We got like a, nine, a solid like eight, nine minutes here. Okay. Well, I need a minimum of 15 to talk about tacos. Okay. Well, if we have to wrap <laughs> over at school, let's get the no. basics in there at least. So what do you consider the difference between a taco? Yeah, but we can't just do tacos and burritos. Mm. We have quesadillas. We've got empanadas. We've got chimichangas. Well, let's start with the basics. Okay. So tacos and burritos. Now, For me, if I'm kicking it off here, a taco is just... It's more of like a snack. Okay, so you're talking like soft shell, hard shell. I don't know about snack. Meat, you can either get chicken or beef. Can I, I still call it a options. snack after 12? Barbacoa is even in there too if you're going to Chipotle. Shout out to Chipotle, you're awesome. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a place here I found that's set up just like Chipotle. It's uh, barbecues or something like that. But it's like barbecue chipotle. They have like chicken wings. I gotta look up that name. Yeah, maybe look it up before yeah. you start talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, I'm trying to give them a free plug here. <laughs> but yeah, they were really good. But no, I don't think tacos are a snack after 12. Mm. Not 12 the time. I don't know. I 12 think the anything count. is a snack after 12 p.m. 12 a.m. No, no, I'm talking the count. Like mm. after I've eaten 12 tacos, I can't be like, oh, oh that was a good snack. We're not talking about time. We're talking about quantity <laughs> yeah. now. This is number of units. That was a, that was a good snack. You're talking yeah. about. Uh, total fill capacity on coolant. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, tacos, I think the difference between, like, I know burrito obviously is rolled It's, like it's got to get rolled and wrapped. Yeah. Tucked. It's got to have the tuck, I yeah. feel like. Do you see them tuck the burritos at Chipotle? They're amazing. They're magicians. I, I've tried this, like, weird side fold, and then the roll, it does it, not I turn out I as good as it. they do it. I can't do it. And I'll even ask for double everything. Not just because really? I want double everything, just because I want to test them, and they fold it up every time. I've never had a busted burrito. Gosh. They're magicians. They, they're they might make a small note to see if we can get anyone to guest interview from Chipotle. Maybe I think we can make that happen. Find out like, some secrets or, or something. Or like a Chipotle sponsor. 
a quick little trade services for, for yeah. burritos. Yeah, we will mention Chipotle for burritos. That sounds really good. <laughs> so, no. We might have to become popular first. I think we are pretty popular. We have one viewer right now. He's watching us right now. <laughs> that counts. Um, so, I would think the difference between a quesadilla and a taco would be a more difficult discussion because they're shaped the same, but I think the difference would be cooked. Like you grilled the the tortilla to melt everything together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now if you took a taco. Is the, is the quesadilla just basically the same thing, but just I, folded? I would, yeah. It's, fo- well, it's, I mean, not, taco, it's not tucked. Tacos it's are folded. So is the quesadilla. So the only difference is they're heated up. But the quesadilla is like folded and closed. They're not closed. And like soft shell tacos yeah, are they're, folded they're up they're and even wrapped a little bit. cheese. So they're just smaller? Tacos are just smaller than a burrito? I guess, yeah. Well, burritos are rolled and tucked. Oh, man, but this it's is the so same much more ingredients. complicated than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought we'd have this pretty much down on the way up here. No, I'm not even no. close. Well, let's traverse this. We're obviously not going to land on the same point here of what we really think this actually is, and we might need to look it up and possibly have Google tell us what I'm real gonna, things I'm are gonna happening. I'm going to have facts and spreadsheets and so, all kinds of data next time. If you've got a platter of 20 ingredients on here to make your burrito, what's going in it? Oh, um, I'm a ground. Well, I like ground beef. But steak burritos are amazing. Mm-hmm. So probably steak. Beans? Beans. Not black beans. No black beans? Okay. No. Black beans are good. Brown beans. Yeah, but I like brown beans. beans, pinto beans. Um, what about veggies? Steamed veggies. Veggie. What's a veggie? veggies? You never do that? I like Chipotle? The no, fajita veggies in there? I don't, I don't need all that all stuff. That's the flavor is. No, I don't like uh, peppers and mm. tomatoes and, you know, onions and... You know, the stuff that's in everything you All eat. All of the vitamins yeah. and minerals probably that your body oh, needs you should, on a daily basis. You should basis. see the looks I get when I order. Like, if I go to Subway and order a, a Philly cheesesteak, and I'll go, yeah, let me get a Philly cheesesteak. No pepper, no onions. And it's just, they always get a double take. How often are you going to Subway? <sighs> not that often. <laughs> but when I do, that's what I get. That's not bad, though. I'm a big, uh, what is that, Southwest chicken teriyaki or something like that? Yeah, that's not bad. That's really good. Well, this sounds like a good place to stop here. We've, we've talked a little bit about cars, our cars, where we came from, what we like about cars. You build cars. That's something I didn't know about you. That's fantastic. So kudos to you. We're yeah, I was not always in that. the – I wasn't on the service advisor side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've talked a little bit about tacos and burritos, and we definitely are not going to come to an agreement on what nope. that is. So I want to appreciate – take a moment to appreciate all of our listeners out there. Um, we're coming to you from A&R Complete Auto Care in Clarksville, Tennessee. If you have a chance, look us up, call for questions, or if you need any services, we'd love to help. That is Dipstick and Short Block. Signing off. Thank you.